0: Good Monday, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for November 14th, episode 3059, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, Horse World.
1: I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning.
0: Uh, Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. It is the day for our recipe of the week, and we have another auditor, Aaron, joining us. And I've heard from a whole bunch of other listeners, by the way, with recipes. So I think we're going to be good to go all the way through the holidays. But today we're talking about Grandma's apricot cookies. Yes, her grandma's apricot cookies.
2: I love it already.
0: And we have, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I did over the weekend. You're going to catch us up on some training horses and just uh, whatever else we get into. Plus, I got to talk to you in the post show about some funny police blotters that I found in, in, uh, in a certain state where we have a lot of listeners. So they were just, it was really funny. So join us in the auditor show for that. Uh, I got to go yesterday. Well, all the listeners will remember a couple weeks ago while Jamie was out, Heather, who owns a carriage business, stopped into the studio and joined us for the whole show in the studio. So if you all remember that, Jennifer and I went over to Heather's Farms, only about 15 minutes from here yesterday. And she has, she talked about having draft horses, Clydesdales, and she has some Shires, and she also has Frisians. She has a she,
2: lot of horses that eat a lot, sounds like.
0: A lot. And she feeds them very nice hay, let me tell you. Uh, Scooter would wish to have the hay they have. But she runs this carriage business. She does weddings, and she does Indian Indian weddings, and she does funerals and all of that. And she uses mostly the draft horses for that. She has some very unusual colored uh, draft horses that I've never seen grays. I've never seen Shire grays before. Hmm. Uh, and she has the most fascinating-looking Clydesdale that's gray, which I had never seen before. So she has some really cool horses. And then she has a bunch of little white ponies that she uses for a Cinderella carriage. And now she has some Frisians that she's training to be in the—because she gets requests, you know, that the Frisians are very fancy and especially good, apparently, for funerals. Because, you know, the black horses, black hearse, it it all matches. So she took us out. She said, which do you want, draft horses or Frisians? And, you know, you and I talk about Frisians a lot on this show. And it's mostly in that they're always used for movies, and that's all you ever see in movies and TV shows. And I had never been in a carriage with Frisians. So that's what we did. I said, let's go out with the Frisians. I've been with draft horses before. Let me tell you what, there you though, when you're behind the Frisians, when you're behind draft horses, for the most part, they pretty much plod along, right? Yeah. And and they can get a little animated at times, but the Frisians are always up. And they're just like you see in the movies. They're moving down the road. Uh and these two were terrific. We had every sensory thing that you could imagine. Running, dog large dogs barking at fences, tractor trailer trucks passing us on the road. One jerk that decided to be a jerk came by us about fifty miles an hour and cut over right behind the carriage to oh. pass us and then cut tried to cut the horses off. Total jerk. Um, loud pickup trucks, uh, emus. Running, there were a lot of gated horses down that way, a lot of Pasifinos. The Pasifinos, every time we would go by, they would run around. These horses were saints. Let me tell you what. Scooter would have been gone about 65 times. Wow. They were just saints, and they were fun to be behind. I, I didn't, So
2: head up, high knee action, oh, and yeah. all that, which is what makes them so incredibly hard to do uh, sitting trot on. Because I've never <laughs> been driving them, but I've ridden them, and oh, dear God. Whew. You gotta have some abs.
0: Yeah. Well, let me tell you what. You wouldn't have ridden this one. He was pretty good size, and they're just so proud. You know, you can tell the whole time we're just showing off. You know, yeah. we're just we're just doing this. Show cause off. Because we're why good the looking. I cut
2: you off. <laughs> cut you off. He was like, ugh.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. You saw the article this morning, real quick, before we get to Daily Winnies about the nineteen point three hand worm blood.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Of, I think they said the dam was 16 hands and the sire is 17 hands, and he's 19 too, I believe. Oh, my God.
0: He's out of Maryland or someplace. I, Jennifer's going to try and get the owner on, because she has a fascinating story, too, of how she ended up with this horse. And apparently it's not done growing. So <laughs> it's enormous. She looks like a little tiny five-year-old beside it, and she's 5'8". Mm, so <laughs> you would have no chance of getting on. You would literally need a step letter. I I don't know how else you'd get on that horse.
2: Yeah, I mean it was I I, I trained a Clydesdale. I started a Clydesdale for one of our auditors, April, and oh dear god. This thing was like 173 but like all Clydesdale, you know, and I was like I don't know how, I I can't get on. I just can't. It's just not going to happen. And I, so I can't imagine something that huge. That's crazy.
0: We're gonna try and get her on. I gotta get her on. Let's see you talk to her about this horse. All right, time to do some daily whinnies. And thank you, Heather. We had a great time out there at Win Chase Farm. <laughs> My Daily Winnie goes out to some auditors who have some of these. Happy- Happy birthday to Natalie Lee, Sumiko K. Sumiko, we haven't... Talk to you in a long time. Christine Baldron. Happy birthday to all three of you. And I did want to mention that the holiday merchandise is now on sale if you're looking for HRN swag or if you've seen the new design that Jessica Troop did of Scooter, Zeus, and Nigel uh, running in the snow. That's our new holiday design for this year. You can get all of those at horseradionetwork.com slash gifts. You can get embroidery. You can get screen printing. You can get uh, Christmas cards with the design. Whatever you want Horseradio network.com slash gifts for that uh, HRN lover in your life. And I, Jessica did want me to mention she does her artwork and she's absolutely fabulous. She is taking holiday commissions. So if you have a picture of your horse or something that you want done in her style, you, you, if you see our artwork, you know what her style is. She's happy to do it. She has time. And I'm going to put a link to her Facebook page. Just contact her through her Facebook and she'll do, she'll do a design for you for the holidays give it as a gift or keep it for yourself. One or the other. So, uh, how cool
2: would that be to like send out personalized holiday cards?
0: Yes, of your own yeah.
2: horses. That's a great very idea.
0: cool. Yeah. So, I don't know, Ray. You will have to talk to her about all of that stuff. But uh, she she is really good, and she really takes pride in what she does. So, I think you'll enjoy what she does for you.
2: Oh my gosh, it was a long time coming, but Farm Boy. For the first time
0: quit at left you the age you, of 21 was
2: <laughs> did none of those things he got his own horse yay. He adopted one of the horse and hound horses. He's, he mentioned it, I think in the spring, like, Hey, I'd be happy to like adopt one and keep it, you know, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know? And then we got this horse and they just were like a perfect match. And he's so excited. And his horse is named Donnelly. I, I don't know if he's gonna, that's the jockey club name anyway. I don't know if he'll give it a different name or not, but I'll keep you posted. And Oh my gosh. So here's the thing. He's like 16 too. And he is chestnut with two white socks in the front. And so I'm riding yesterday my new horse, Red, who's 16 hands with two white socks in the back. And we Chad walks up and he's like, hey, everybody, what's happening? What's going on? Because right behind him is Pink, my broodmare, who's chestnut, all of these horses have blazes, with one white sock in the back. He's like, who's who? I don't understand where, what is happening right now? (laughs) We have, so farm boy and I have practically like mirror identical horses, uh, which is super cute. Um, look for those Christmas photos coming up, but yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for him. So, so in, in true farm boy style, Glenn, are you ready?
0: He named him Joe.
2: No, no, no. It's not about the name. No. All right, so here's typical farm boy. I've decided that I'm starting writing down things that he says, and I'm going to make him on T-shirts at some point and sell them for millions of dollars. So here's here's what he did. I said, "Hey,
0: <clears throat> I know somebody that can do the artwork for you."
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, hey, did your mom know you just got a horse? He was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Do you do you think maybe you should tell her?" I don't know. Okay. Firm boy, you do realize that your mom follows my Facebook page. Oh. I didn't think about that. <laughs> okay, well what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Uh I guess we'll have something to talk about over Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, cool. (laughs) So the next day he comes out, and because I posted, like, because, of course, horse and hound once is to post that things got adopted, and I'm posting, and it's like all these likes and all these comments and everything. And so he comes out the next day, and I'm like, hey, how'd it go? He's like, what? Jesus, okay, how did the whole, like, telling your mom you got a horse? And he was like, well, I got a text from her said, is there something you need to tell me? <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you have to tell your mama. I'm like, oh my God, she hates me. She must just hate me. What have I done to her boy? <laughs> like, seriously. No. I mean, I guess she knows him. Like, you know, whatever. I was like, Barry, you have, verbal you have to tell her, like, what is going on? He's like, We'll talk about it at Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, you know what? I'm going to get a t-shirt. Week. Next week, soon enough. We'll talk about it at Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> is he going to... I assume the horse is staying at your place?
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. So so just he basically is just going to work off board. Um, But, you know, today he's got you know, horses.
0: He's kind of been doing that all along, has he?
2: <laughs> well, he's just, I mean, no, he gets paid, but now that uh, money gotcha. is not not going to go to uh, him anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, good luck, buddy. All right. I was like, how's this work? Like, how do you get money? And he's like, I mean, like, I have a student loans. I was like, that's not money.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> not really ha- supposed to be spent on horses.
2: <laughs> no, I'm like, I hope you cut grass on the weekends or something. <laughs> I, you know what? Not my circus, not my monkeys. That's right. The horse is here, he's <laughs> safe, he's happy, and he's got a boy that loves him, so it's pretty exciting. I mean, imagine twenty one years old, like he's like dedicated like so many years now to learning everything. And uh and here he here he is with his first horse. It was pretty cool to be to be a part
0: he's of He's a that. tall dude. What how big is the horse?
2: The horse is 16 at three years old. So, oh, there you go.
0: I yeah. you go. Plenty of horse there.
2: I, I, and the thing is, he's used to riding quarter horses. And I remember when he first came out, he's like, these horses are huge. I'm like, this horse is 16 hands. That's not huge. And he was like, it's huge. And then he came back from being in Wyoming over the summer, and he's like... Oh my God. It was so nice to be around normal sized horses for a while. I'm like, these are normal <laughs> sized horses. You're six four for God's sake. You should be riding 17 hand draft horses. But, I got a
0: 19 and 0.3 one for him. <laughs> exactly. Here we
2: go. Yeah. So, so congratulations to him. Congratulations to Donnelly. Horse and hound got another horse adopted and this horse is so cute. And I just, it's, it's, it's really fun. Um, but we do have a whole mess of training projects here. Holy cow. I am horse poor at this point. I mean, as far as time goes, they're not all mine, of course. Um, but Groot is back, you know, my makeover horse, he right. came back. So he's here. And I, I was like, okay, you get in better shape. I'm going to pop you over some cross rails and see how that, how that goes. Cause for those who know, I sold him three years ago and he came back to me and I'm trying to gauge him what he remembers and what he knows. And he's, he was pr- pretty much a Ignored for three years, you know, she didn't do anything with him really. And so working on fitness and in his brain, everything and he's everything is coming back so quick. So I was like, I'm just going to trot him over this cross rail. I'm like, farm boy, you take a video and we'll see how it goes. Well, I did not post those videos because what did baby girl <laughs> decide to do? Oh, there's a cross rail. Sure. I'll trot nice and quiet until I'm about 20 feet away from it. And then I'm going to run as fast as I can and jump it. <laughs> I mean, he didn't stab, he jumps it, but I was like, okay, I remember that, uh, little trick that you had. We're going to work on just relaxing your fences. So we're doing that right now. Um, then, uh, another horse is here named Yondu, which is fantastic. And Yondu is like a ginormous 16 three hand thoroughbred who had fallen into some pretty rough hands. And so he is now here. So he was, he was purchased by some awesome people and they're like, Whatever he needs, you do it. He's getting acupuncture today, like I, uh, tomorrow. he's just like, he's doing really well, but like head shy and scared of people. And ha- just if you got near, it's one of those things where people bring me the horse to train and I'm like, is there anything I should know? Well, I mean, no, not really. And then the daughter's like, hey, dad, what about, you know, the whole kicking thing? Oh, yeah. Well, there is that. If you get past his shoulder, he'll kick you. Oh! That might have been first on the list of things that I need to know. <laughs> so, but he's getting his feet trimmed today and getting It get sounds some like he's named shoes. appropriately. Uh, yeah. So he's going to, he's getting the, some TLC this week and we've worked on his ear shyness and his kicking and handling his feet and he's doing really well. So we'll see how the shoes go today. He's going to get some front shoes. Um, red is doing well. I got his hocks injected. That's the horse that I've just purchased from New Jersey and I got on him. So the first time yesterday since his hawks were done and just, you know, light work kind of thing. Ace is my three-year-old baby racehorse. And oh my God, he's fantastic. I just posted <laughs> some pictures of him. Oh, he can't be fancy. Chad walked up like kind of while we were doing barn stuff. And he's like, who is that? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I've done my job. He's like, he looks amazing. I'm like, thank you. Um, and then uh, the, the last horse and hound horse that I have here is Archer. And Archer is a 15, one-ish hand, black blackish dark bay off the track thoroughbred and actually won several races. I mean, not a big track. So he won like five races, but he won like $30,000, which is You know, good for Oklahoma. So he won these races, and he he's been turned out at horse and on for six months. And she gives him to me, and she's like, "Okay, well, his name is Archer. There he is." And I was like, "What do we what do we know about him?" She's like, "Nothing. We turned him out. He hasn't been touched for six months. Here you go." (laughs) (laughs) And being that he's like kind of quarter horsey looking and smaller, she's like, "I've got somebody who will use him as a ranch horse," Uh, and, and he's like got a home if, if he's super chill and he loads up and he's like totally the calmest horse in the world. Travels great. Unload him. I went to start him, uh, on Saturday and man, there's, I put the bit in his mouth and he just was like, uh, uh, No. And he was like almost instantaneously foaming at the mouth. And I noticed he has this weird lump on his jaw. So he might have like a former fracture in his jaw. So I've taken the bit out of his mouth and now we're just learning how to do all the things with the dually halter. But I'll tell you what, being on a horse that won five races with a halter, that's intimidating. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) lie. I'm like, I'm like, I, this is how this, okay. Well, I mean, we're in a round pin. It's just going to go in circles, I guess. Where is he going to go? Um, but it's definitely like, I was yeah, like, you, you know what?
0: You usually don't get the winners. <laughs> I
2: know. I know. And this guy actually won some stuff. And they're like, hey, now make him But But don't put a bit in his mouth. And I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be. But you had to do what the horse needs. And and he definitely was extremely uncomfortable. I mean, it, you couldn't even touch his mouth when, when he came and worked on that first thing uh got the bridle in no problem but the second that bit's just sitting there it's like chomp 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 chomp, 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 chomp. foaming frothing okay we're gonna take that off okay <laughs> now i have to ride a horse in a halter i mean it is the dually halter so it is more helpful but yeah it is it is um <clears throat> it's a. I have to keep my blood pressure down <sighs> <laughs> we're fine everything's fine
0: where Unless, can he possibly go it's a it's a round pen
2: farm boy you know what? They really want him to be Western. So how about tomorrow you ride him?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> turn the Western saddle up there in the big bit and we'll see it's how that goes. It's your turn.
2: <laughs> I always do the first rides because I don't know what's going to happen. And I think it's more polite if I do it. Um, but you know what? I think, I think it's your turn. Your go, your go. Not it. <laughs> but he's really calm. He's just, we got to work through some comfort stuff.
0: Well, very good. Sounds like you do have your hands full over there. See, I just drove scooter over the weekend, and by the way, he was fine. Everybody wants scooter and digel updates. drove scooter, let him trot around for as long as he wanted to trot around, and he was perfectly happy. so four steps. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It was cooler and it had finally cooled off like into the low 70s. And he was feeling good. He he wanted to trot a lot and I just let him trot. I didn't give him any instruction on Saturday. I took him out to the arena. We can't get to the trails right now because there's so many trees down from the storm.
2: Oh.
0: So we have to wait till they go out there with chainsaws to get to, I barely fit through with the cart anyway, so the horses can go through cuz they can step over logs. Not so good with the cart. That oh, doesn't God he is just pointless <laughs> hey you don't watch uh you you don't watch yellowstone right
2: i do not i've tried i yeah, do I love me some kevin costner
0: i know but I, it was too it was too too violent for me so i know that's why yeah. you probably bailed and but i you was like the- you
2: can't just kill people and like nothing happens like and, horses <laughs> and that's don't- the
0: first scene of the movie yeah or <laughs> the like- show
2: what, what is this 1860? No, it's present day. I was like, mm, that doesn't fly with me. And horses don't whinny when they're galloping. But other than that, apparently it's a great super. Well, you
0: watched 18, show. whatever, which I haven't seen yet. Uh, 1883 really... is fantastic. Yes. Well, I got news for you, and this might convince J- Jennifer, even said, I might watch this now. Uh, there is a prequel coming for Yellowstone set in 1923. Ooh. So it's set with it still the Dutton family only I think it's like Grandpa this time right, and Grandpa's played by Harrison Ford.
2: Oh no way, that's awesome!
0: And Helen Mirren is playing Grandma. I love it. So it it says that uh, it's coming out next month, uh, and it says they're going to grapple with many issues, including World War One, Prohibition, and the Great Depression. So I might give this one a try. By the way, they played together last in 1986 in, in the Mosquito Coast, which I kind of remember that movie. Well, so Cal-
2: uh, Harrison Ford was in Cowboys and Aliens, and as ridiculous oh, yes. as that title is, God, that was
0: a great movie. It was a funny movie. <laughs> That I think we've great. seen that ten times.
2: I know. I love that movie. And he was a cowboy in that one and and, and He's a good
0: cowboy. I'm excited to see him here, you know, in yeah. this role. I you know, I'm gonna give it a try. We'll see if it's as violent as uh, as Yellowstone, but we're gonna give it a try. The other thing is if you want to see some horses, all Frisians except for two gray horses that are kind of nondescript. Um Enola Holmes. Now have did you ever watch the first Enola Holmes?
2: The movie? The yeah, movie. I, I feel like I watched some of it. It's a I
0: book series, started. too. You're right. Okay. So it, it is a book series. It's Enola Holmes is the niece of Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. who, by the way, in this movie is played by Superman. Henry Cavill um, plays Sherlock Holmes, who's excellent, by the way. And then Millie Bobby Brown is Enola Holmes. Now... It's very good. It's set in the 1800s, and there are Frisians everywhere, by the way. Um, but as I said, occasional white horse shows up. But it's just funny. It's entertaining. So Enola Holmes 2 is out and just came out last week, and it is pretty good. It's worth a watch. I think, actually, your son would like it. Watch Go the ahead. first one and then watch the second one. Now, the interesting part about this is, of course, you know, she is well known for playing Eleven on Stranger Things. Which, which so I
2: she's, did not realize that. Yes. That's
0: crazy. I didn't recognize her in this because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to seeing her play Eleven. Then I gave up a Stranger Things at about the second season. So I really haven't seen much of her since then. But this is the point I wanted to make. Her dad has handled his money. And you know with child stars, that hasn't always gone well. She produced and paid for this movie, Enola Holmes. Really? Yeah, because her dad did so well with her money. So apparently she's in, she has her own production company. She's 18 or 19. She has her own production company and the whole thing. So there you go. <laughs> when wow. your dad takes care of your money, you can do things in life.
2: Well, uh, don't ask Britney Spears about that. Okay, no, let's move no,
0: on. No, that's what I'm saying. Usually it doesn't go well, but apparently here it went pretty well. So yeah, she's the one that put that money together and or, and and uh, produced it and the whole thing. So uh, she's very good in it. So that's my so my my, my just, horse movie report.
2: Well, just so you know, we started watching Stranger Things with Lucas, and he oh. loves it. I swear to God, I have to walk out every episode. I'm like, nope, too scary.
0: When they go underground, you're out.
2: I they haven't even done that yet. I'm like on episode five.
0: Oh, you, or something. Oh, you, oh, it and doesn't it, get bad till the second season.
2: I can't the the like creatures coming out of the wall and Winona Ryder crying and then potentially that baby disappear. I was like, nope, I'm out. I started. Oh, the we, second I, season
0: gets ten times worse. Oh,
2: we st- we were eating dinner and I'm like. Why did I eat this in like seven bites? Because I was just like, oh. I'm like nervous eating, and I can't do it. Can't Jennifer do it.
0: gave up in the first season, like six or seven episodes in. I gave up in the second season. I got
2: too scary. Halfway.
0: Yeah, I just couldn't handle the creatures. <laughs> it's like, I have a, I have enough. Things in my head. I don't need them.
2: <laughs> As I am. I'm like, it's hard enough. Yeah. I'm scared enough in real life. I don't need things to scare me that are not real life.
0: Well, the one thing that's not scary is the World Equestrian Center. They have many events going on right now. It's getting really into their busy season, and I'm seeing a lot more horse trailers in town than I did before. Uh right this week alone they have level 4 uh USEF jumping going on. They have the USEF Fall Series continues with a $100,000 Saturday night lights class. So that's a grand prix class on Saturday night. That's a big deal. You go get dinner at one of the 10 restaurants and then you bring it to ringside and you watch right there. It's so beautiful. Oh, I want to go. Uh, it is really beautiful. Um then they have a dressage CDI 3 uh, three star going on. Also, beginning next week, believe it or not, next week's Thanksgiving. Um, they have a winter wonderland starts next week. That's their winter display where they put up thousands of lights all over the place, um, and Christmas trees everywhere and is decorations. It like horse park
2: type, like Kentucky Horse Park type, drive through because that. One no, this awesome.
0: is you walk in, uh, and then because it's you can't it's drive. Florida yeah, yeah. You can it's,
2: walk outside December. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you walk in and it's all decorated, and, and the inner, you know, the inner part where the statue is and all that. It's just all decorated. Um, so that's going to be starting next week, and they also are doing some barrel racing and an Arabian show next week. So they really do a variety of things over there. Uh, if you want to check it out, uh, go to worldequestriancenter.com. And if you're heading down this way to get out of the cold and you're coming to Florida and you're heading down Route 75, it literally is 10 minutes off the highway. So you have to stop and see it. It is Disneyland for horse people. Theworldequestriancenter.com. Well, for our recipe, holiday recipe of the week, we have another one of our terrific auditors who has volunteered to come on the show. We have Erin Grogan. She is with us today. Hi, Erin.
3: Hi, Glenn. Hi, Jamie. Hello.
0: You know, we're going to be talking about one of your grandma's recipes, but I thought we'd find out a little bit about you first. You're a, we always say that our listeners are so much smarter than us. And again, we have another PhD that <laughs> is a listener. So what are your PhD in?
3: Yeah, so I have a PhD in education policy research. Um, so I spent a lot of time hanging out with economists and statisticians and other nerdy folks like that.
0: <laughs> okay, yep. Again, smarter than we are.
3: Well, the truth is, I only went into this because I was a terrible teacher when I tried to do that. And so I figured if I couldn't do it, I had to understand how other people could do it so well. So <laughs> well, that's how I ended
0: up in this work. Well, that makes sense. <clears throat> so what do you tell us about your horses? What kind of riding do you do?
3: Yeah, I have three Morgan mares. Um, Two of them are retired, and then the other, the youngest one, is an aspiring endurance horse. So we do a lot of trail riding and kind of dip our toe into distance riding, too.
0: You know, it's funny. When I was out at uh, Heather's yesterday, and we were talking about about driving horses, and Morgans used to be so popular. Well, they -hmm. they were the most popular driving horse at the end of the 18th century, early 19th century, or 1900s, and they've seen... You just don't see as many as you used to.
3: Yeah, I'm in Vermont. So we do still see them out there. And um, I'm part of the Green Mountain Horse Association here. And so there are regular driving clinics here that have a lot of Morgans and a lot of Morgan people that... I'm kind of like Jamie. I'm way too scared to give up that much control and <laughs> sit in a cart, so I ride them. But I admire people who drive them.
0: <laughs> well, as I said, they were very, very popular. If, if you know, early 1900s, you were either riding a Morgan or driving one, mm-hmm. or both, right?
3: Yep, yeah. definitely.
0: So, w- tell us about your grandmother because this is where yeah. this recipe comes from.
3: It did, yeah. So I grew up in upstate New York in a big Italian American family, and. Um, You know, it's the kind of family where every Sunday there would be a dinner that I guess a lunch that turned into a dinner that would just be out all day long and way more food than people could eat. Um, And my grandmother, um, she is still with us. She's in her late 80s, but she is the queen of Christmas cookies. So there's always lots of Italian Christmas cookies and American Christmas cookies. And again, way more cookies than any family could eat. But this particular cookie that I sent you a recipe for is the one where um, we would wake up on Christmas morning and just eat the cookies for breakfast (laughs) instead of another kind of breakfast. So um, I figured that would be a good one to share.
0: And I, did, the recipe card you sent, was that, is that her recipe card? Uh-huh. It is, yeah. My mother had these cards, too. And I have the box that contains yep. <laughs> all of her recipe cards. When she died, I said, I want the recipe cards. And I was looking through it the other day. It's funny you sent this because they're just like this. And yep. anybody that has a grandmother of our mother's and grandmother's ages, that's what they did. They had these three-by-five cards.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. And I love that basically her instructions are mix, cut, roll, and bake. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm looking
0: at her recipe cards and I'm going, I don't even know what the ingredients are. <laughs> it's just, right. There's no ingredients <laughs> listed. It's the yep. same way, exact same way. So tell us about this. Now, this is kind of a little bit of a long recipe. It will be in the mm-hmm. show notes for today's show, so you don't have to memorize everything. Uh, but just give us the basics of this one.
3: Yeah, and it's funny. It's so long because during COVID, the company that I'm working for now, we had um, some we couldn't be together in person. We actually did um, virtual Zoom baking parties together as a as a team, and so I put this all together so that I could share it with the people I worked with. Um, and so that is confirmation that people who aren't my grandmother actually can do this. So I thought again it would be a good one to send it. <laughs>
0: Well, you're very, this, the instructions you gave us are much better than the ones your grandmother left
3: you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and I, I kind of laughed because I listened to Reese's episode, I guess it was last week, when she talked about the cream cheese dip. So I think this one could actually follow on to the cream cheese dip because it uses cream cheese in the dough as well. Um, so the, the cookies are apricot cookies, and there's really only four ingredients, maybe five. Um, so there's half a block of cream cheese two sticks of butter, two cups of flour, some apricot jam, and then you can sprinkle powdered sugar on top if you want. Um, so it's kind of deceptively simple, but it, I think the, the thing that makes it a little tricky is just how you put all of the the dough and the ingredients together to make the cookies. So I can talk about that. Okay. That's helpful. Yeah. Okay. So you take all of these ingredients um, and you just put them in, Either a big bowl with a hand mixer or if you have a KitchenAid mixer, you can just throw it all in there. Let it go so that it comes together. Um, it's going to be a kind of like a smooth but sticky ball of dough and maybe like five minutes of mixing it to get it into um, into a big clump. <laughs> it's not really a more elegant way to say it, I guess.
2: Wait, didn't you say she's a PhD, <laughs> You're going to squish it around till it's in a clump. Yes. Like, Make that's a clump. science right there. A sticky clump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Food Network's calling right now. I, I can hear that. Yeah, I'm <laughs>
3: sure. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> so take your clump and put it down onto a floured surface. Um, it should be one big ball at this point. And then you're just going to roll it out into a rectangle. Um, and then the fun part begins. So, once you have a rectangle, um, you could use like a biscuit cutter, or uh, my mom and my grandma just used a juice glass to make a, a circle that's a couple inches wide. Um, and so, out of your rectangle, I mean, technically, this recipe is going to make like three dozen cookies, which is a lot, but again, you're going to eat them for breakfast on Christmas, so that's totally fine. <laughs> um, so cut out all those circles and you can re-roll the scraps of dough that are left and like keep cutting out circles until you can't get circles anymore. Um, and then this is the fun part. So this is what we got to do as kids when we were helping. So each of those circles is going to get rolled up into the shape of like an ice cream cone or a little funnel. Um, you know, if you wanted to, you could use the end of a spoon to wrap it around or use your finger or whatever, but you, you basically just want to make a funnel. And the reason um, that you want to make the funnel is because then you're going to drop like a quarter of a teaspoon of jam in it. So we always had apricot jam, but you could use any kind of jam you want. Um, when I did this at work, people were actually putting Nutella in it. Oh, that'd, be <laughs> making them oh, like, yeah. that'd
0: be good. <laughs> yeah.
3: So you could do any kind of different flavor you want. For us, it was apricot jam. It was the only time we ever had apricot jam in our house, and that jar would sit in the fridge <laughs> until next Christmas <laughs> and get thrown out and started over again. I don't know why that's what we use, but but that's what we always used. Um so yeah, fill all your funnels, put them onto a baking tray with something lining it so that they're not gonna stick because the jam is gonna melt and it's gonna get messy and sticky. Um, so don't ruin your baking tray, but put something down underneath it. Uh and then it goes into a 375 degree oven for maybe 15 minutes, but again, you don't want the jam to burn when it's runny, so just keep an eye on it. Um then they need to cool for like 15 or 20 minutes, sprinkle them up with powdered sugar, and you have a plate of three dozen delicious cookies.
2: They're so pretty. They look like little uh like little horns, like the Thanksgiving the horns are so cute. Yeah. Yeah
0: then you could mix it up. I, I could see, you know, putting different jams in that. Would, that would Totally. Be, yeah. And and then you'd have mixed up colors then too.
3: Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I wish, I wish that I was a good canner cause we have really good blueberries here or really good raspberries. But yeah, if you make your own jam and you need to use it up, like, use whatever you want. They're just, yeah. I, I like the idea of mixing and matching too.
0: Very cool. This is a good recipe. And, I, <laughs> and thank you for typing it out in such thoroughness too. uh, After your grandmother's uh, not thorough recipe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I hope other people get a kick out of her card, but it really does just say mix, cut, roll and bake. That's it.
0: (laughs) I occasionally have to call my brothers or sisters in laws and go, you know, that recipe mom used to make. I have the recipe Mm -hmm. card here, but what was in it? Yes. (laughs)
3: Yeah, <laughs> and it seems like every family has some kind of Christmas cookie recipe like this. If if you celebrate Christmas, and I know other winter holidays also have really good baking and cookies. So, um, yeah, maybe people want to post other cookie recipes on the auditor page, and we can we can start
0: trying some out. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. And what what are your favorite? What's your favorite cookie, Jamie?
2: Oh my gosh! Well, you know what? My grandma used to make. It. I was going to say all cookies. <clears throat> but my yes. grandma used to make peanut butter cookies and put a Hershey's Kiss mm-hmm. yep, on
0: the top yep, of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They have a name. Yes. What are they called?
2: Secret I don't know. Oh, they're called I Shove All of It In My Mouth <laughs> at once is what it's what I call it. Yes.
0: My mom what, made those too. Uh what about what you? What are they
2: called? Uh, I don't know. Is that Remember a the peanut eye? butter chocolate ch- No, not.
0: they're called blossoms peanut no. butter blossoms, apparently. Blossoms. Okay. No. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> shoving your mouth into
0: it. Up. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just a chocolate chip fan. I mean, I love chocolate chip cookies of all kinds. So I, I don't. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they started using M and M's, and I can eat those, but I just I'm a traditionalist. Now, the big question is, my mom always put nuts in everything, so Ooh, we had nut. walnuts in the chocolate chip cookies, and I know there's. It's either you're either yes or no on nuts. And cookies. So let
2: me tell you the best way to ruin a brownie or a
0: cookie. It's to put, put a nut
2: in? <laughs> in there. Yes, I totally agree. I love <laughs> <No walnuts> nuts
0: <laughs> everything, so I'm, I'm I'm on the other side of that one. Oh, no. I find
2: it offensive, personally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say these are your favorite cookies, Erin?
2: I don't know if they're my favorite. I mean,
3: they certainly are a part of the Christmas holiday to me. I can't imagine not having them on a plate. But I'm I'm kind of an old school chocolate chip person too, and we have a little country store here that makes chocolate chip cookies but puts pieces of Heath Bar toffee in them. Oh, That's pretty good, yes. too, if you've not tried that. <laughs> yes. We, we did, when
0: that we money. were doing our acting company shows, at Christmas time, we would make gingerbread cookies and bring them mm. along to give to everybody. Yeah. And we would have 150 people in the audience. So we were making gingerbread cookies forever. And to this day, I cannot eat a gingerbread cookie. Oh, I no. Just can't. <laughs> we made too many. It was too much. At least
3: you made them so they probably tasted better than the hard ones from the store. Yes,
0: these were actually really good gingerbread cookies, but boy, after you make thousands of them, it's like no more. I'm not eating yes, I could see that. Ever again. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we'll post this recipe. It'll be in your show notes on your podcast player and also we'll posted in the auditor room. And we'll get other recipes for cookies. We'll have a cookie exchange. That sounds fun. Well, All thank right. you
3: for letting me share it. I know my grandmother would be thrilled. I'll probably send her this so she can see that her recipe is, is traveling the country. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Appreciate, appreciate it.
2: You're, you're killing it. I'm so excited to make these. Ah, I love it.
0: And well, you could do, like,
2: like I wonder if you could do like red you know, like strawberry jam or cherry mm-hmm. uh, and then also yeah. do like the jalapeno ones. So you've red and green cookies.
3: Oh, that um, would be, yeah. Savory ones. I never thought of that. Just leave the sugar off of
2: those maybe. Yeah. There you go. I'm, that I'm, sounds
3: really good. God, I'm hungry. Do it.
2: Stop it. <laughs>
0: <on>. <laughs> Bye, Erin. Thanks a lot.
2: Bye, Aaron. Bye. Have a good day. Nice to talk to you both.
0: Thanks. Okay, this segment does make us hungry on Monday. So Man, right.
2: it is not fair. But there it's it's hard to explain rolled up, but they look like it's like you pinch the bottom and kinda roll them up they like a They kinda look like little flower. ice cream cones or the little ice cream yeah. cone. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah. They're very fancy looking. All right. Uh, we never, you know, half, we had four boys in the family. My mom would make cookies and half of them never got to the point where they cooled off. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> they were eating right out of the tray.
2: My mom didn't make cookies because my grandma did.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah. 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 Do you make cookies? No. No. <laughs>
2: baking and me we've learned we did I don't I don't I'm not accurate enough for mm, something like that that's a problem I have
0: yeah mm. I'm Jennifer's like, the baker pour some yeah. in yeah, yeah you have to have a detail Chad would probably be a good baker because he's detailed
2: yeah but he yeah. doesn't do kitchen stuff like that man is so good at like I don't know making mac and cheese from a box like it's incredible <laughs> wow such talent
0: Well, if you want to win a saddle, you have until December 15th. We need some entries. We need some clever entries. And this happens every year we do Radiothon. Uh, The entries all come in at the last minute. But we need your clever entries. Uh, We have a lot of people signing up on the website just for the easy way. But we need your voicemails. Submit us a holiday voicemail. Tell us about your favorite show. Wish your barn a Merry Christmas, whatever you want. Uh, Just in a regular holiday voicemail. You get two entries for doing that. And you get four entries for sending us a poem or a song. And I know there's a couple people writing them. I've heard from them. And you can find out all the details about all of this. Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the saddle giveaway banner at the top. It's a
2: saddle! It's a free saddle, you guys. Like, that's awesome.
0: Your choice of any Wintech saddle, and that's up to a $1,500 value. So get your entries in today. And yes, you can use the form and just make it simple and easy. We have hundreds of those. But uh, we really do want to play some of these on our show here at Horses in the Morning. You know, the more we play of you, the less we have to talk. So that's one of the selfish reasons. It's the bonus. Yes. And then I, I have to mention this before we go to a question, for First World Problems. Auditor Nicole Gonzalez uh, listens to our show. And for some reason, I got Ride and Tie magazine. We've talked about Ride and Tie before, especially on the Endurance Show. That's the one where you run part of the way, and then you tie up your horse, and you, it's, just, it's this crazy endurance race. And we got the magazine, and I'm like, I don't know why I got this. So Jennifer's flipping through it, and she sees horses in the morning in it. What? There was a whole article on Nicole who heard about Ride and Tie from Horses in the Morning, and then went and tried it out, and they did an article on her. Oh, wow. So – Thank you, Nicole, for listening and for trying something we mentioned. I appreciate that. And we ended up in the magazine. So thank you, Nicole. And it sounds like she had a great time. She's going to do it again. So good good job, Nicole. All right. Let's do some equestrian first world problems, assuming there is any. There's one or two. What's in the holidays, you'd think there wouldn't be any problems. At all? It's time for the
1: weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good
2: these are actual real problems that are submitted by our auditors on Sunday or Monday morning. I put up a post in their Facebook page group thing and I say, what's going on? Share with us your problem. And uh, they do. And so these are th- these are things that they're going through. Now, if you want to participate in this, become an auditor. Glenn, how do they do that?
0: Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner.
2: All right. So here's the problem with this one is I put up, usually I put up a first world problem meme, uh, that I just find that funny <laughs> and uh, I put it up. And the problem with this one is, um, the meme said it's a picture, you know, in the sunset behind the sky who's, you know, sitting looking very dramatic and his head is down. He's sitting, uh, you know, his knees up and just looks devastated. And it says, I poured my cereal. Into the bowl without checking to see if we still had milk. We didn't. <laughs> and to me, that was just so funny with the setup. We've all done it. <laughs> well, and then that was the problem with this one. Everybody's like, oh my God, I did that this morning. I <laughs> so I got a lot of comments um, about the actual
0: that you I eat put the cereal anyway? Well, you don't. Do you eat the cereal anyway? Or just-
2: if I've poured it yeah. and I'm ready for a bowl of cereal and there's no milk. I may eat a little dry, but I put it back.
0: Oh, okay. Hmm. Cause
2: I, I can't do water and cereal.
0: I can do Lucky Charms dry.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Well, there's marshmallows. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, buy <exactly>. those. So, <laughs> um, let's see. Abby had the first one and it says, I had the most magic, fantastical weekend, a most fantastic, magical weekend at a horse summit in Texas, but I had to miss Stefan Peters giving a two day clinic at my barn.
0: Uh, (laughs) Bad timing there. (laughs) That would be really
2: tough to miss. Jane says, my horse is finally arriving in Florida next Saturday after my move across the country. And I haven't seen him over a month, but I like have to get all dressed up and go to a fancy gala for work. And the night he arrives and I don't get to hang out with him. Oh, you have to get dressed up and like fancy gala attire and high heels and go hop knob. Anytime anybody says I'm going to a gala. Then you know what it's like. You don't have to describe. Yala. Um, Casey says, my local farm and home, which I guess is like for us, like Atwoods or Tractor Supply. My local farm and home is running a pre-Black Friday sale on toys, but I want them for me and I have nowhere to put them. And I clicked on the picture and it's like these little plastic toy horses, which (laughs) totally you could put in the shower. Like play horses in the bathtub. Come on. Carrie said, I had such a fun time at Equine Affair and now I feel so inspired to do all the things with my horse, but I have to work tomorrow instead.
0: <laughs> to pay for all the things she bought at Equine exactly, Affair. <laughs> exactly,
2: April says, I bought a horse that drives. I bought a carriage. I bought battery powered lights. All in anticipation of driving in our Christmas parade. And the Chamber of Commerce just announced No horses allowed, and they don't understand how much I've spent. In order to do this, I should send them a bill. That sucks. I. That was like a big part of her, like, I get to be in the Christmas parade. Nope. It's COVID, probably, you know, horses.
0: You You know, more and more are canceling horses out. Well, that's Pretty soon there's going to be no horses in any parades. I know.
2: Kimberly says, I was so tired after my lesson in trailering home that I didn't have the energy to go to my tack room for a rubber band. So I took a good one out of my hair to braid my horse's <laughs> tail. <laughs> I have done that. <laughs> Zeus's forelock braid. Usually my ponytails are, I'm like, oh my God. Give it over here. You're going to rip it out.
0: How many of those, by the way, are hanging on the the uh, uh, turn signal shifter in your car?
2: It's like you know me. And it's a constant <laughs> problem with my husband and I, because he has his own car and I have my own car. And I get in his car and I'm like, what the hell? You don't have any ponytail holders in here.
0: <laughs> I get I mean, in the car and I go, oh, I know Jennifer's been in here.
2: My <laughs> Beetle is stick shift and the entire stick shift is lined with ponytail holders. <laughs> Like, I hold them when I shift, but it's important, and I just get so mad at Chad. I'm like, can you not just leave one in here? He's like, no, it's a fancy car. Oh, Sandy says, I spent seven years sharing horses with my granddaughter, her entire life packing her around, coaching her about horsemanship, helping her learn to ride, and giving up my ride time to help her. And we just had our first lesson together with my trainer. It was a dream come true. And she freaking rode better than me. (laughs) Oh, God. You're a good teacher. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. Good
2: grandma. <laughs> um, let's see a couple more. Uh, Margaret says, I had a great time at Equine Fair and I had money with me to spend on all the things. But even with all the vendors there, they didn't have the exact things I needed. So I still have to order online. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla says my horse, Tim choked on his stupid grain. And after 20 minutes without resolve, I called the vet and then he cleared it himself moments before the vet arrived. And guess who still got to pay that emergency vet call for a 10 PM vet visit. That happened to me with Chili one time. He was like, just looking really colicky and like, I mean, it was a mess. I took his temperature. was like 104. I was like, oh my God. I called my vet. I'm like, oh, who is it dying? It's like Friday night, 11 p.m. She comes out and, and I was like, can I give him anything? She was like, if you have banamine, give him some banamine. So I gave him some IV banamine. And by the time she got there, he's like, hey, how's it going? Cool. I'm fine. No big deal. <laughs> Friday night at midnight by the time she got there. I'm sure she wanted to kill me. Um, let's see. But, Steph, but you know
0: what? If you guys hadn't called the vet, the horse would have died.
2: I know, and yeah. I live with that on my conscience. Exactly.
0: You know, if you hadn't called the vet, it's just like you know. It's but a she thing.
2: doesn't think like that. They just no. get mad. Yes. <laughs> uh, Steph says, I joined a horse podcast that does happy birthdays. And there's this host Uh-oh. that always messes up names and he's going to be on jury duty on my birthday, the 21st. Well, do you I'll have sure. the birthday I'll make music? sure to
0: put the birthdays in though. I mean, you and Lisa can do birthdays. Although she wants me to mess up the name though, doesn't she?
2: Yeah. And you'll totally mess up her name.
0: I don't know who it is, so I can't. It's uh...
2: P-E-S-T-K-A, Steph. P-E-S. Pestka? Pestka. There Pestka? you go. You gotta mess it up, though. She wants you to mess it up. Peska. Peska. Petska. Petska. Yeah, There <laughs> we go. Come up with something terrible. <laughs> um,
0: You're still gonna get a birthday. ah. To- Lisa will mess it up. It'll be Lisa's turn to mess yeah, it we'll up. Yeah, we'll do it.
2: Um, Radley says, oh, Radley, I almost brushed my teeth with a tub of... Of muscle rub.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. My girlfriend, I think I've told this story oh, before. Yuck. My girlfriend uh, in high school, I had, like, I was an athlete. I had icy hot, but it was uh-huh. in like a tube. And uh-huh. I had it in my bathroom. And she uh-huh. comes out and she's like, Jerry, oh, guy, <laughs> you're true-faced. You're so spicy." And I was like, <laughs> What are you talking about? She's like, my mouth is burning. And I walked into the bathroom. I was like, Linda, you brushed your teeth with my icy hot. (laughs)
0: Her mouth wasn't right for a month.
2: I never called her Linda again.
0: You hey, I see hi. Oh yeah.
2: I was like, that's your name now. Um Jenna Lee says this is the last Did one. Did you guys
0: have to Google if she was gonna die?
2: No, but there was no, no Google back then. It was like <laughs> look in the encyclopedia. <laughs> uh no, we were like, You'll be fine. Just rinse your mouth out with vodka or something. That was my high school <laughs> there career. You go. Um, Jenna says, last one, I got a new Apple watch with hard fall detection because I ride at home alone all the time, but my four-year-old saint of an Andalusian is far too lazy to pull any of those antics, so I haven't even come close to being tossed, and I want to test it out, but I also don't (laughs) want (laughs) to fall. My new phone has the fall detection, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. It'll happen at some point. It's coming. Well, so. with
0: you, I would think that would just be people would get sick of hearing it.
2: Yeah, you know, people. Uh, yeah.
0: you, you set up calls right to emergency contacts. Is I that don't how know
2: works? what it did. I probably should look at
0: that. Yeah, you probably should look at that because I think it calls emergency contact. Chat will be flying and get this call every yeah. ten minutes. Your wife yeah.
2: is on the ground. <laughs> hey, he'll be like. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. Dirt. That's
0: <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, she falls all the time. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for all your problems. We appreciate you sharing them with the world. Uh, and if you want to find out more about all the shows on the network, go to horseradionetwork.com. We're going to be starting to move some shows over from uh, Equine Network onto the Horse Radio Network this week so the migration will begin this week and uh we're going to be seeing a lot more western shows on the network because they're they focus mostly on western so for once we'll have some western shows and people can stop complaining to me about not having any western shows so that's coming very soon hold on auditors for the post show uh it'll be quick don't worry don't worry we're not going to go long but i have i found this funny thing we have to talk about
2: can't wait spay doodergelt
1: time for the auditor post show we want to remind you that this is
0: not always safe for work or the kiddos
1: thanks for hanging around for our nonsense
0: so you know how I get the Google alerts for everything that says horse, right? So it's pretty every much, yeah. story that has a horse in it in the world, pretty much. And then I came across do you guys, do you know uh what a police blotter is?
2: Do, yes. You think so I young people read know. Those. <laughs> in the creative loafing in Atlanta I had the police blotter, and it's like the most ridiculous crime type thing. Like a woman was a. Called the police when her husband launched her clothing out of their window and yes, left it exactly. on the street because she was it's reported to run around with of somebody. It's just police
0: calls that yeah. used to be in the newspaper. Yes, you remember wow. the newspaper. It used to be in those. Well, apparently, they're still doing police blotters in some places. And this one was in Montana. Ooh, oh, I so- was it was Flathead County, Montana, and I know we have listeners up that way. So I had to go, it listened by day. So here I, and it gives a title to each day, and there were several that had horses in the title, so I had to do it. So Saturday, October 8th, the title was Love Me or the Horse Goes, and this is the police blotter. At one ten a.m., they also tell you what time the call was, a car was parked at a very weird angle. <laughs> that's right, that's <laughs> all it says. That's what the whole thing was. Uh-huh. At one, fi- which you- apparently they got a call at nine one one for a car parked in a very weird angle. By
2: the way, Flathead County, Montana, is the very tippy top, almost all the way to the west of Montana. Oh, so really? Just yeah. under Calgary.
0: Okay. At one fifty six, the neighbors' cats appeared to have multiplied and moved into neighboring homes.
2: So it they just called multiplied. the police for that.
0: <laughs> So, at 2.24, a man threatened to kill his ex-girlfriend's horse in retaliation for the breakup. You know what we always say, it's either the horse or me. (laughs) So, this is why I'm doing this one in the post-show. It's like, uh, that is a thing, apparently. Horse got in the way.
2: Yeah, I've never dated somebody stupid enough to say something like that. (laughs) It's a horse or you? Okay, bye! (laughs) Bye!
0: Apparently, she said bye, and uh, he was not a nice man, so uh, he got arrested. Uh, on Sunday, October 2nd, uh, this one's called Horseworthy, this list. At 8.58 a.m., a woman broke into her ex-boyfriend's house to liberate some of her possessions. I like how they said to liberate some of her possessions. At 1.03 p.m., a grandmother was very upset she found her 13-year-old grandson's marijuana stash. So there
2: you go. That was a cop call?
0: Yes. Like somebody called
2: the police. Turned in. (laughs) My grandson has weed.
0: Rest that boy. 225. A man was yelling about land in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Okay. What? At at 320, a man was sitting in his truck slapping himself. Drugs are bad. Um, at 3.49, traffic was stalled due to a barbecue grill left in the middle of the road.
2: I don't think somebody left it there.
0: <laughs> uh, at four forty five, ten 10 cars were doing burnouts and racing through the parking lot. This is a pretty rural area, not a lot to do, right, uh, you said? Yeah, it's not in the middle of nowhere. And then at 6.45, I think it was the same group of cars were spinning donuts in a parking lot. And that's usually the Walmart. At 7:48 <laughs> you're going to love this one at 7:48, a woman wanted to know if Dispatch thought she could trust a friend who said they would return her horse months after she loaned it out.
2: She called the police to ask.: that?
0: Yes, Yes. Yes. Huh. My guess is, no, you're not getting your horse back. That's my guess. If you have to ask this question to the police, you're not getting your horse back. So, uh, a couple more. This was on Friday, October 7th. A fisherman was harassed by a pack of loose dogs. Apparently called the police for that one. Uh, Some goats were roaming around town. Police don't get paid enough. Do you think that they have a... Do you think they sit down every night and drink beer and just laugh about all this shit? A man.
2: We have a friend who's a Norman police officer, and he's really quiet and really stoic. But every yeah. once in a while, we can pull stuff out of. Him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at two thir- fifty-three p.m., a man suspected his cat had been poisoned for the second time. Li- apparently, lived through the first time.
2: <laughs> the second time.
0: <laughs> Got to the second time. Uh, they actually. This is in the police blotter. At police blotter. At three o six, a middle school stu- student accidentally dialed nine one one. What. <laughs> At 3.52, someone reported two people who appeared to be smoking from a large pipe. But responding officers found they were smoking cigarettes and had a bag of pineapples with them. What? (laughs) That's very random. (laughs) It's all written down. Someone complained at 6.42 about noise from a football game. Yes, that happens at the at the football game. There is noise. I got to tell you. Huh. Uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. Um, that's uh, the police fodder. Not going much. Much going on serious in Flathead County. Huh. I mean, <laughs> if any any of our listeners live in Flathead County, please let us know. I want to know. Yeah,
2: I want to. They, they're not listening because they're frozen right now. <laughs>
0: Not much going on. Anyway, that was the police blotter I found uh, this morning by accident. And I just, there were so many that were hilarious. It was just awesome. Every day. I missed that. Uh, every little town used to do that in the newspaper. Every call that was made used to be there with the times. It was just like this. The big papers didn't do it. The but that
2: one didn't there. have a whole lot of details. Like, usually no. it's, it's, it's kind of a weird story, you know? That, well, that's that... why
0: I didn't give it to you for weird news, because there wasn't enough story here. Yeah. <laughs> just It was just a list. Uh, but, but then you think about it, a lot of these wouldn't have a lot of story behind them, would they? Okay, what so mean? like
2: here's, here's a Tampa Bay police. I just Googled police bludder. While walking on 8th Avenue in Nibor City, a man was approached by a stranger who asked, hey, what's up? And when the man stopped walking to answer the question, the stranger grabbed the necklace from the man's neck and punched him in the side of the head, and the central security manager spotted the two men mid-fracas and attempted to intervene, at which point the suspect also punched him in the head. The head puncher somehow got away from the suspect, uh, from the first two men, before approaching another man, whom he kicked and shoved and punched in the head and demanded his wallet, but then this man refused to turn over his wallet and managed to run away unharmed, and the victim spotted the attacker on 7th Avenue and pointed out the man to police who made the arrest without anyone else getting punched in the head. (laughs) <laughs> see, that's the kind of details that I need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Ybor City, or however they say it down there in Tampa, is uh, known for its bar scene. A lot of bars in Ybor.
2: Well, people get punched in the head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you got to go. You have a farrier coming. Yeah, I got to uh, go. I got I got other work to do. So we're going to say goodbye, everybody. We'll see you here on Wednesday. All right, see bye. You.
1: Congratulations. You made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now go ride your horse.